Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of Carnival Cruising Podcastaways, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything carnival cruising related. My name is Trevor Shelby, and joining me on this cruise adventure is my good friend, Thomas Kennedy. How are you doing, Tom? I'm great. I am Tommy Kennedy. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I, you know, this, I, I did that, I did that well, I think, this time. It only took you nine times. I yeah, mean. nine times. Well, it was really more like four, but. I, I honestly thought you were going to pause longer whenever I said take three, and then you started before that, and I was like, crap. Yeah, doing this online, it's very hard not to interrupt each other. There is a slight lag between us talking, and so it happens. It's completely understandable. Yeah. So we don't know what the reception for the first episode is because we've recorded these episodes actually early. So we don't really know the future because it's the 8th and it's not the 18th. So... And this episode is actually coming out on Christmas Day. What a present we are giving everyone. It, it is a present, but I see into the future. You know what I see? Oh, my gosh. What do you see? I see four downloads. 400 downloads. You heard him, folks. 400 downloads. That well, is amazing. It, was like, it had a couple zeros in the front of it instead of in the back. But yeah, OK. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I agree. 400 downloads. That, that would be amazing for a first episode. I really hope we get that. Just so everyone knows, if you want to support this show, subscribe to it. It is the best way to tell your podcasting network that you like this show, and it'll actually recommend it to other people. So if you could do that, that's just one simple thing. We're not going to scream buy our merch or anything like that or visit our patreon just subscribe to us and that is all we ask we're not going to ask people to buy our merch when we have merch well we'll we'll uh, you know we don't really have any right now but in the future when we do we will ask you know we're not there yet we also have a facebook page over at facebook.com forward slash carnival cruising podcastaways all one word. Uh, if you just search for us, you'll find us. We have a group and a Facebook page. So yeah, definitely check us out. We've got some fun stuff that we've been talking about doing on those pages. So it's going to be kind of a fun ride. Yeah. And I posted something on last night on the, uh, on the group page. That's pretty interesting. It's free stuff to do on the panorama, which is the sister ship to the Vista. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So it, it, it's taken from a, a cruise blogger and, you know, most of the stuff on the panorama is on the Vista being a, the sister ship. So you might want to check it out. Very cool. Very, very cool. I was I just got off the Vista just a few weeks ago. I love the Vista. I it is a hard contender for my favorite ship. I will say that it, I it, am looking forward to March because that's my first time on Vista. So. Yeah, so it's it's an amazing ship. It's, we had a great cruise director. His name was Mike. He was stepping in for uh, the cruise director that was normally on there for a couple weeks. He was really great. So definitely, definitely enjoyed that cruise. I love that boat, though. It looks amazing. Uh, now, I wish it would have the, the new color scheme that they've 
put on some of the older ships like the magic man the magic looks great yes yes the magic that that picture was great i uh i also saw the radiance also has that color scheme as well and uh yeah looks really nice yeah i mean it's the 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 mardi gras was the first to have it and they just decided to slap it on everything so yeah so the radiance and i think i had that right the radiance is the one that's coming out of dry dock right now john is boarding it today i think yeah which this is this is the eighth so <laughs> keep that in mind everybody <laughs> keep keep that in mind yeah he actually he actually did a walk a live walkthrough uh, an aft suite balcony a wraparound balcony it was it looked pretty nice and then right before we started he was doing a live walkie on deck four of the radiance he said he's going to do a tour of all the classes of staterooms tomorrow but this is the eighth and this won't be out until christmas day so you know going to be past history mm-hmm. other interesting carnival news and i think this is kind of well deserved is that the Bolt roller coaster on the Mardi Gras ship actually was recognized with Best of What's New by Popular Science Magazine because it is the first ever roller coaster that's on a cruise. I think that's pretty cool. I think it is too. I do kind of question. I wonder if they're going to continue doing roller coasters on these other XL ships or if they're going to come up with some other new innovative thing down the line. They're being very innovative about some of this. They've got the sky ride now. They've been doing, you know, all these other things. I don't know if they're going to end up picking up something else or continue doing roller coasters. From a complaint post uh, on John's page today, Mm -hmm. a lady was complaining that there's a roller coaster in because she doesn't think they should have roller coasters on cruise ships. They should have a, an ice skating rink because that's what Royal does. And <laughs> John was like, no, we're going to continue putting them on the XL ship. That's awesome. So the celebration or whatever the second ship was, and then the Jubilee will have will have the the Bolt roller coaster. Very nice. I think I think that's really cool. Um, maybe maybe there could be a variance in each roller coaster. That would be cool. Now, the reasoning behind not having an ice rink per John is because he hates ice skating and he doesn't see how it could be fun to fall on your arse. Oh, and and I actually came up with something uh, that I want to pitch to John. So hashtag this. We've got to figure out a hashtag. <laughs> Bring back golf. So I'm thinking. Oh, I'm thinking. Wait, no, wait, there, there is golf. Put putt. Well, no, 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 no. I'm talking about driving golf balls out into the ocean. So ever since we did the the Mardi Gras episode, I've been thinking about it. Greenpeace will not allow that. They won't like it. But what if we developed some kind of a golf ball, biodegradable golf ball? So maybe something that will dissolve in the ocean over time and it would just be fine. It could take a whack and then bloop and then maybe made out of well, like Alka-Sessler or something. <laughs> pop, pop. Fizz, what, what, they could do, what they could do is take the <laughs> basketball court. Cause I don't think I've ever seen anyone play basketball and it's mm-hmm. gotta be tough to play basketball. Take the basketball court out and put, make it a driving ring. Cause it's already netted in. Well, Yeah. 
it's all or nothing for me. I, I, hitting golf balls into a net is one thing, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, hitting it into the ocean and seeing the plop, man, that would be fun. Maybe, okay. New idea, bringing back skeet shooting, okay? You hit the golf ball, and then the skeet shooter tries to shoot it. <laughs> so what you're saying is the golf ball is the skeet. Yes, is the clay pigeon yeah okay okay yeah even though even though if i was hitting a golf ball it'd go like it'd just fall off the back of the ship it wouldn't go anywhere because I, I i i suck uh, at that you're not good at golfing no i'm gonna take you to the driving range and i'm gonna teach you how to golf i've only golfed once in my life and yeah um i drove it maybe 10 yards nah I'll show you. Keep your arms straight. Follow through. Don't look up. You'll be good. You'll it's, be fine. I, it's awkward for me because I'm left-handed, and I was borrowing clubs that were for a right-hander. Yeah, see? See, we got to get you set up right. I was on the golf team, so next time next time you're in town, we're going golfing. We'll go to the driving range. You'll like it. Okay, so we've we were talking about this, and one of the most common questions, there's, there's a couple of common questions that that people get about cruising and what their opinion is on something or how they feel how it should be one way or the other so we thought we would go ahead and address that in this episode and then whenever someone asks us in the future we're gonna have like an audio clip of this and we're just gonna post that to them so they can just listen to us you know talk about it because this is brought up in every single forum group or whatever. Yeah, it was brought up ever. today in like another group and on John's page. So we yeah. thought, why not? We'll talk about it. Give our feelings why. If you have a differing opinion, that's okay. And I want you to go to our Facebook page and let's know about it. You know? Kindly, yeah. kindly, but, you know, let us know. Why do you feel differently? Tom may have a different opinion than I do. I think I, in one way, I think we do. We might have, you know, we may not the other. I don't know. I mean, we, we dress similar on, on, on formal nights. I mean, yeah, like Tom said, formal nights. So we're going to talk about that. When you go to the main dining room and it's formal night, you're expected or not expected, but it's how should I put this? It's a night to where you can dress to the nines. You can dress business like it's something. It's like a date night if you're there with your significant other or something, right? Or or a nice family night. You know, it's not like the back in the early 1900s where you dress in a in a tux. You can go in a nice shirt, tie, you know, some slacks or khakis, or you can just leave out or, or just wear a nice button down or something like that. It doesn't have to be real fancy, but it does have to be. It does have to look nice, you know, something that you would wear on a date, I believe, you know, I think I think with a lot of earlier cruises, I'm talking like 1960s, 1970s, I think like every night was like a formal night kind of thing. And if you were going to the main dining, you were going to be dressed up nice because that was an event and you were going to look fancy. The expectation is for people to be dressed up really, really nice or not. You'd go basically. And a lot of people feel that way. Me personally, I'm going to go to formal night, dress nice. I'm going to have a suit jacket on. So I'll make sure there's no cat hair on it because I got cats and they might have gotten some hair on it. 
I'm going to put some gel in my hair and which I don't ever do. And I'm going to, I'm going to slick that up. I, so you don't have a lot of hair there. <laughs> I know I, there's not much there, but it, yeah, I gotta, gotta make it look nice. If I go to a formal night and I take all this time to get dressed up, the one thing I'm not going to do is I'm not going to get mad if the guy sitting just across from me is not dressed up at all. I'm not going to be bothered if somebody else is not dressed up super nice for formal night. If somebody shows up in blue jeans and a shirt, you know, they're there to eat. They're, they're, they're having their cruise. I'm having my cruise. That's how I feel. I, I'm not going to get too bothered by what other people are doing. I don't let other people dictate how much fun I have on my cruise. And I think that's where a lot of people get the things mixed up they let other people ruin their cruise experience for them when you're just talking about a visual thing that i could care less about um i'm gonna have fun regardless yeah exactly i mean i i am too you know and what was brought up today was a retired couple message john saying that they shouldn't have a formal night on a four-day cruise because she didn't want to pack a nice dress just for that you know, and she said that her and her husband were going to wear khakis or shorts and go. And I was like, well, let them be, you know, yeah. if you show up in khakis and a nice shirt or a blouse or whatever, whatever, that's fine. That's not going to bother me at all. I know it will probably bother somebody because there's going to be someone in that place. That goes, oh, my God. Do you see those people? They're not dressed up. And it happens. You can't control how everybody thinks. I just can't wait until I'm platinum, though. I can't wait until I'm platinum, and then I can just have my stuff pressed before formal night for free. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're platinum, then we won't be the golden boys. Will they be the platinum boys? But you're going to be platinum this year. <laughs> you hole. You can't curse on the show, Tom. You hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! I'm gonna have to come up with a bing bong or something. I don't know. <laughs> hey, that's the first time I've cussed since we started. Okay. Oh, so yeah. Enough about horrible night. Let's talk about the other hot topic, hottish topic, I guess. Uh, I think I think this topic used to be a lot worse than it is now. I I think because I don't see it that often, but it does come up. It, it's I see it all the time. So I mean, I'm I'm gonna say okay. you know it, it's a real hot okay. topic to me. So saving deck chairs uh, on Lido. How do you feel about that, Tom? I don't think you should. I mean, it, it's one thing if you save it. You know, for like five minutes, but if you're saving a deck chair for hours on end, that's just wrong. There's thousands of people on the ship, and there's only a limited number of those deck chairs, and you're keeping people from enjoying the spot that you're in because your friend or you have left for hours. They may be sitting there, and but they won't let anyone sit next to them because they're waiting on you. I don't think they should allow, you know, saving chairs for anything any longer than 15 minutes. Yeah, there was a, a lady on our last cruise that had actually laid out towels across the deck chairs and she was saving multiple chairs. I don't remember how many, but it was multiple and it was kind of odd. You know, I just kind of moved on at that time. Luckily, there was other chairs available. 
and so it didn't bother me too much but when when those things fill up they stay filled up whenever you're especially especially during the movie uh nights yeah i mean if if you're saving deck chairs during a movie and they don't show up Mm -hmm. i want to i want to slap someone yeah if you haven't been to the movie nights or if if you're getting prepared for your first cruise, get there early. That's my best advice. The for a lot of things on a cruise, get there a little bit early. But I just feel like that it's really rude. I can understand saving it if someone gets up to go get some food yeah. or if they go get popcorn or if they go get a drink or something like that, or they got to run back to the room real quick to grab something or whatever. I don't care if you're going to be there and only be gone for a few minutes. Um, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, 10 minutes. That's probably fine. But if you're long, like through the whole movie, that's rude. So there's so many people that wanted to see that movie and they had a really tough time probably finding a seat. Exactly. I didn't have too much trouble finding deck chairs during movie night on my cruise because on a couple of the nights it was raining. Nobody was in those deck chairs. <laughs> Been there, done that. Uh, but... So we tasked ourselves this week to coming up with a new top 10 list. And this is actually a 10. <laughs> so we kind of got together on this one and made sure we didn't double, double, you know, come up with ideas. But can I do a, an honorable mention too? On you can that? do an honorable mention. That's fine. Okay. That's fine with me. One of the things that I want to say is we're not going to do a top 10 every episode. Just We just so happen to do two top 10s here. We thought, hey, this is going to be fun for at least the first two episodes for new cruisers. Yeah, new cruisers. So uh, so this is another kind of it's geared for first timers. If, and if you can think of anything else that might complement this list, uh, go to our Facebook page. And uh, let us know. We're going to make a, a really cool little a file for new cruisers. So if you have ideas that can go into that, we will gladly add those to that. And we'll steal your ideas for future episodes. It's not stealing. We're borrowing. We're borrowing. Yeah. Yeah. We'll credit you. Believe me. We're not thieves. So, so do you want to start the list or do you want me to? Sure. I'm going to say the most controversial for, for, for last. Okay. Oh, well, since you're doing an honorable mention, do you want me to go first? Um, I'm just being complicated. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> go ahead. Well, I'll do the honor. I'll do the honorable mention after, after I do my whoever thing. finishes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Number one. So <laughs> kidding. no, 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 no. All right. Go ahead. Number five, bring a tumbler for drinks so that you're not, you know, constantly going back and forth to, to Lido if you want like an iced tea or a lemonade or something, something that's, that's there for free. Uh, you can just, you know, grab a whole bunch of it and walk around with it. Just don't forget it. Make sure your name's on it. Can, can we can we redo that? You said number five. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is a top ten. <laughs> we got to start at ten or one. I'm not editing your numbers in order. <laughs> okay, number ten. 
bring a tumbler for drinks so that you know you can get like the lemonade or the iced tea that's free on the Lido. You can walk around with it, or you know, you can pour the soda that you just bought that comes in a little flimsy cup into that tumbler and you can just walk around with it and you know, make sure you put your name on it. But you know, that way you can have your drinks for hours and hours on end. And the the cups on the Lido deck are tiny. Number nine, bring your own shower soap and shampoo. Now they do offer this. I mean, the shower soap is pretty, the, the shower gel that they offer is okay. I mean, I will use it, um, but I prefer to bring my own. The shampoo, my mother uses it, and, you know, her hair is usually, like, really fluffy, and then by the time she's done with her shower, she comes out, dries her hair, it's flat. So, all right, so I don't I don't really like that. <laughs> this is your mom's hair up. <laughs> Well, it messes my hair up too. But your example but, is your but mom. It's noticeable. That's because my mother has poofy hair. Uh, continue. Number eight, bring cash. Because um, if you shop at the ports, you're going to need cash. Um, you're also going to need cash for the casino if you gamble. But the ATM on the ship is an extremely high surcharge on it. I think it's like six bucks. Uh, one of my friends actually used an ATM in Cosmo, and it cost him $50 to use an ATM. So definitely bring um, bring comfortable shoes for, uh, for ports because you don't want to be walking around in flip-flops you know, because you'll be walking around for hours and hours and your feet will hurt. Um, and number six, the most controversial thing on my list that Trevor is going to have words with me about, bring toilet paper. I can't stress this enough <laughs> because their toilet paper is a step down from Scott's toilet paper. Okay, it rips skin off your bum. All right. And with as much as you eat, you're going to force it out more times than you're used to. And it's going to rip your skin off and you're going to be screaming and it's going to hurt, especially if you get in the pool afterwards. All right. Yeah. Uh, toilet paper. Really? <laughs> toilet paper. That is. Yeah, I would never load my I don't have enough room in my bags for an inch of space. I could never fit toilet paper into a bag. It had to be in my carry on and they would really question me. <laughs> I do it. Yeah, toilet paper. That that's that's an odd one, but I'm sorry, but it hurts. It hurts. And I, you know, ugh, yeah. now that you've explained it, I understand what you're saying. Um, I don't know. Like, maybe that should be like a rite of passage for first timers. Like a blue card might need to learn that the hard way. I don't know. So number five, over the counter meds. Uh, this could be for headaches, sinuses, motion sickness, nausea, any vitamins, anything like that. You can bring that on the ship. If you buy it on the ship, it is super expensive. So make sure you bring what you need. Uh, seeing the doctor on the ship is expensive. So, yeah, make sure you do what you need to do. Number four, don't bother bringing a towel. They're provided on the ship. You can get like beach towels, 
Uh, you can load them in your shore bag, something easy to carry, you know, like your bag. Uh, make it something easy to carry, not a large backpack. That's kind of a twofer there. The towels that they provide on the ship are really nice and they're really soft. Yeah, don't don't waste your space in your bags trying to bring towels. Number three, let your bank and credit card companies know you're out of the country. You do not want to get your cards cut off while you're out of the country. So if you plan on using your credit card at any point in uh, another country, which is iffy enough as it is sometimes, but you, you can do it. Let them know. That way they don't cut it off. You don't have any surprises when you're getting off the boat and you're trying to gas up at Bucky's and just get home. You know, make sure you check with them first. Number two, bring plugs with multi USB ports to charge multiple devices on just one plug. So you have a finite number of plugs that is as it is. If you bring a a um it's it's not a surge protector. You can't have surge protectors. Power strip without a surge protector. Uh, just a power strip. If you bring a power strip, make sure it's without the surge protector, or they're gonna take it from you. But I find it even easier because the only thing I'm using the power strip for is to plug in my devices is just bring a couple of those plugs that have the multiple USB ports on it, like two each. And you plug that into two plugs and I've got four USB ports ready to go to charge up four devices at once. If you have more than four devices that you're charging at once, then you've probably got four people in your room, I guess. So <laughs> I only got two. So, <laughs> well, you could have a each have a tablet of your own, or I know that you and your wife both have, uh, you know, Kindles. You know, you could be charging your phone and your Kindles, Kindles, laptops, all that stuff. But I just most of the stuff that I use that that I need charged right away is going to use a USB port, and if not, there's usually two plugs in the room. I can usually work it out, uh, but. But that's that's my best advice there. So my number one piece of advice for newcomers is the day before you get off the ship, there will be a debarkation meeting that explains the entire process. You may get your first shot at zone tags there. If you don't, then they're going to tell you exactly when and where they're going to put the zone tags you need those if you're checking your luggage to get off the boat. I have always just carried my luggage off. It's stressful to me. And this last cruise, I didn't have to get off the boat right away. So I just checked my luggage this time. And I found like, I like that a lot. <laughs> and so it was really easy. I didn't, I, I was no, I was not hardly any later than anybody else getting off the boat. And uh, we were, we were a pretty high zone tag. We were like 22 or something. And so we had breakfast and we got off the boat and our luggage was just sitting there waiting on us. So it was a good deal. See, uh, you know, I know I'm going to do self-assist on this next cruise because, uh, you know, I'm flying this time. So I need to get off the boat early. Mm -hmm. uh, so, well, yeah. there you go. So oh, the other thing about my last cruise was that we were late getting into port 
And so it took us a while to get off the boat, basically. So it was just kind of like, whatever. So our main topic this week is Key West. And we're going to go ahead and talk about that port and what that is like and things that you can do in Key West, things, you know, places you can go to, uh, stuff that you can see there. And uh, we might even talk about our business idea in Key West later on as well. So <laughs> Key West is is probably my absolute favorite stop on a cruise. It is mine, too. If I can have like a list of my favorite stops, that one would be number one. Belize would probably be number two for me. So the... Key West is just, it's amazing. You're in the United States, so you can use your cell phone. So your data plan is on, ready to go. Uh, as soon as you can pull in the port, you can turn that thing on and you're, you're, you're pretty set. Making TikToks and everything, yeah. Yeah, the port there is really nice. They've got some shops out front there. Lots of photo opportunities. There's a museum there that's, um, it's, it's like, Pirate ship, I think, or different ship-related stuff uh, there. You did the pirate museum there. Yeah, and they've got, like, statues out front and uh, all kinds of really cool stuff. So if you want to take some really cool photos for social media and stuff, there's a lot there. Um, one thing that one of our first times there, we walked down to the end of port, and there was a guy that that was taking people to go rent they're basically golf carts. And the um, this island is very small, so you could actually walk the whole thing. But uh, we were not in the mood to do that. So we were playing it smart. So we went down and we were going to go get a golf cart so we could go drive around and have some fun and save some time walking. Because because I was I was three months out of a knee surgery at the time, right. so I couldn't walk that 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 much. Right. We we got went over there. We got it. We split the we split the cost on it. But that was fun. We we drove that thing around. We went to uh, we went out to eat mm -hmm. at a really nice pub that was there behind Hemingway's house. It's now a different pub, but I'm sure it's it it's the same atmosphere. Uh, really good food. Mm -hmm. Very good food. Nice people that were there. We we um, talked to that lady for what two hours almost. Yeah, we talked to that lady for a while. Uh, she actually lived on the island. It was kind of an interesting interesting conversation because she had she was telling us about what it's like living there and and like kind of like what the cost was and yeah. stuff. It was it was nice. She 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 had some funny stuff and, and the fact that she owned a business in a different state. Yeah. But she moved down there because it was just awesome. Yeah. So she's running her business yeah. from Key West. Yeah. And so that was that was pretty neat. And uh, she, I, the one thing that kind of stuck with me, she said, it's like it's like Bizarro World. And she said that like the other day she goes, I I was out on the out on the street and Spider-Man was running down the street and he was fighting Darth Vader, who was all in pink. It was a pink Darth Vader. And uh, I I've seen the Spider-Man down there. I've never seen the pink Darth Vader, but I saw that, him the last time we were there. Oh, did you? Well, that's yeah. that's uh, 
that that's interesting <laughs> because that's just weird but no that and i understand that's that's pretty cool so there's hemingway's house you can do a tour there no need to really sign up for it before unless there's like a carnival tour that offers you a free ride over there it's like 13 dollars or something like that and it's really cool yeah you go in you can uh you go through the whole house you see the swimming pool uh, it's it's pretty cool they've got uh, some really cool uh, posters and stuff of the uh, the different movies, and uh, you get to see all the cats that are all around with the extra toes, and so they're they're all over the island, but especially in that house. So that's kind of a special place for them because that's where they originated from. So the southernmost point in the United States is there. It's a big buoy. You know, it tells you how many miles to like Cuba and Miami and all that good stuff. Um, we didn't get out. Actually, we did We did this the second time. We drove down there the second time we were there, but we didn't get out because it was so crowded there that, and there wasn't a place to park, even though we had a golf cart, it was just mm-hmm. crowded, too crowded to park. Yeah. That is the the downside to a golf cart is you still have to find a place to park it. So when we were going to Hemingway's house, I think we were like blocks away. Yeah, we still had to walk quite a ways just to get in there. And then we didn't it was almost like we didn't want to get back in the golf cart. So we had we ate and we stayed there for a couple hours and it was like, man, if we get back in this thing, we're we'll have to find parking again. <laughs> so our next stop was Kermit's, which Kermit's is the only key lime pie that we've been, you know, eating there in, in Key West. Mm-hmm. But it's it's amazing. But that the, there was parking right up close to that. Yeah, I've actually had key wet a key lime pie at another place that uh, my sister swears by, and I've had it. It's okay. It's not Kermit's. They don't like Kermit's. And so uh, it's kind of a split. Um, I really like Kermit's. And I do, too. They they've got a lot of products there, not just key lime pie. Mm. They got key lime everything there. So yeah. If you, could, if you could do key lime, just whatever it's there. It, it's amazing. And once you've tried it, I have the recipe. Trevor and I have both made their yeah. recipe before. Yeah, every year I will freshly squeeze key limes just to make a Kermit's key lime pie. If you do want their recipe, we'll post that on the Facebook page, <laughs> facebook.com forward slash Carnival Cruising Podcast Away. We're not doing anything legal by doing that because it's on their webpage too. Yeah, yeah, they 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 freely give it out. So check us out on our Facebook page and you can definitely definitely have that recipe as well so there's there's nothing frozen that you can buy that that compares there's nothing that you can buy at a grocery store that compares uh go to key west and do a tour of key lime pies there and i will tell you this every single local we talked to every one of them said go to kermit's for the best so that's where we went that's we had we had the best starting out. And so we were like, why go anywhere else? <laughs> this was great. Yeah, exactly. Now, the one downfall of Key West is there's not a duty free area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is. So you 
And so you actually have to pay taxes on the liquor and yeah. stuff. Um, but you know, if you're doing a multiple stop cruise, if Key West is not your only stop, you can probably get that in somewhere else. We haven't done a whole lot of uh, actual excursions there. I wish there was more fishing available there because Key West is a big fishing, you know, place. And I have an idea. What's what's your idea? Why don't we open our own fishing excursion? Wait, and then offer that on Carnival? Yes. Oh my gosh, that's a great idea. And we can say we've got 80 years of experience combined of doing other things. But we'd have to put that like we'd have to put that in really small lettering. Yeah, that's the fine print. I bet yeah, I do wish there was more fishing there. I I can never hardly ever find a fishing excursion as it is. And I wish they did more there. It doesn't have to be deep sea fishing. If you just took me out and I caught some little fish, I I would be happy. Uh, You'd have a very happy me because ocean fish are fun to catch. I've been on a couple now and I really want to do more. It would be nice if they had more. But then and I may miss it sometimes because maybe those excursions book up quicker. But um, I really... I really uh, wish there was more there. Yeah. But and with as many boats as are parked in those that area, you think that somebody would let me go fishing. <laughs> um, the other thing that I really like about Key West is you don't have to have a plan. So like we we didn't have a plan when we went out. Uh, yeah. The times that I've been. I, I don't typically have a plan. So I've gotten out and I go, I, I've walked around and I was like, well, I'm hungry. And so I found a nice restaurant to eat some fish at. It was great prices uh, because, you know, they're right at the ocean. <laughs> and so the most expensive thing I paid for was the alcohol. And it was a, I had a lot of fun. It's great food. And there's I had a harder time picking a place to eat as in there were so many available. I was like, well, which one do I want to do? Yeah. Uh, So I was running back and forth looking at menus because usually they have their menu posted out front. And so I was checking a lot of that out. Well, I mean, the island is so small anyway. I think it's only like maybe two, two miles long. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, you could walk that whole thing. Yeah. I mean, four miles, you know, from the ship and back is not that bad. Just don't like go off course and get and get stranded on the Navy base there. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that would be bad. Very. <laughs> but yeah, my wife actually did an excursion there where they went snorkeling. There's like a little reef area and she had a lot of fun with that. They went to the southernmost point. And they they got to take photos there and then they went and they did the snorkeling thing. I'm not a snorkeler. I don't I don't swim in the ocean. And so I I let them go. I waved. I waved. I said, bye. This is me at the boat. Bye. I'm going to go walk around. <laughs> and they had a they had a blast. You do realize that we went snorkeling in Grand Cayman, right? Yeah, uh, I was drunk. <laughs> I had I don't remember us snorkeling at all. I went snorkeling with you. Yes, your wife lost her an earring, and our guide went down and dived down and got it. Oh, I yeah, that's okay. 
yeah you want to talk about that i forgot about that okay so that's where i almost got impaled by a freaking stingray too yeah okay let's talk about that so that that's a totally different excursion or a different port but well yeah but you said you don't snorkel i don't that's the one time i went and i almost drowned and so i was like (laughs) i'm done i'm not gonna snorkel ever again the guy was kind he was like does anyone need a life jacket before you get into the water and i said no those are for losers and I quickly found out I'm a loser. And so I got to the front of the boat and I was swimming and I'm not a good swimmer as it is. And but, you know, I'm going to be snorkeling. So I'm just going to stick my head in the water, whatever. And I quickly found out that before I even got to the front of the boat, the waves were going over my head just constantly. I couldn't stay above it. And so I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm good. This is where I die. <laughs> and so this tr- that that snorkel trip is the first time we went to Key West on that same cruise. Uh, but this wasn't at K- Key West. This was at Grand Cayman. Well, yeah, of course. I went back. I got a life jacket. Uh, it was fun, kind of funny. I swam back. I was going up the ladder. He already had the life jacket out and handing it to me. I then got back in the water, floated for a little bit because I don't know if you tried to snorkel with a giant life jacket on but it's it's not not easy the snorkel doesn't fit my face as it is i have a giant head and so uh yeah i gave up and so i don't know if you remember but when you guys were getting back on the boat i was already on there (laughs) so (laughs) i was like i like take me to the stingrays i'm ready for stingrays (laughs) so i was done with it at that point I don't know if any of this is going to make it in the podcast. <laughs> I, I I don't know either, but you know it's pretty fun. That's a pretty it's pretty funny that you know you say that though. You know, anyway, but I don't know. My favorite things to do in Key West is uh, there's lots of photo opportunities. Definitely check those out. Those there's some really cool statues that you can go check out. Hemingway's house is a must stop. You need to do it at least once. If you're going to if you're going to do this, if you're only going to go on this cruise once, go there. It's worth it. Uh, if you don't know who Hemingway is, find out. He's a pretty interesting fellow. And those of you all who know who Hemingway is, this is not the house that he killed himself in. Fine food. There's lots of bars. Uh, there's lots of local history, lots of stuff to check out. There's a million excursions to do. If, if doing just a regular excursion is for you, do it. Uh, just, uh, this, this happens to be one port where it's so easy to get out and just explore. I, it's the only port that I feel comfortable doing it in. Honestly, this is the only port that, that you can actually miss the boat and be okay without a passport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It is, if you're going to miss the boat anywhere, this is the place to do it. But, you know, I'm not going to get out of port in Jamaica and be like, I'm just going to explore. It's an industrial port as it is. Oh, but <laughs> but even then, I've tried to explore parts of Jamaica and I think that I was lucky I got out alive. <laughs> so I mean, buying, <laughs> you know, mom and I bought bought tickets on the hop on hop off mm-hmm. in, in Montego Bay, and yeah, 
mom was fine. She's like, this reminds me of the Philippines. Okay. So there's people trying to sell you weed in the Philippines. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and they will. Don't do it. It's a trap. So <laughs> those are our thoughts on Key West. Um, what have you done on Key West? Have you done another excursion? Um, do you have you been fishing in Key West? Because if you have, let me know. Um, have you uh, done, you know, have, is there something we didn't mention that you like to do uh, that you think should be mentioned? Definitely let us know. Uh, if you do, we might even read that out aloud on our next episode uh, or on a episode in the future. Can't really guarantee it be on our next episode, seeing as is this is December 8th. And it's you're hearing this on December 25th <laughs> on Christmas Day. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for joining us. Definitely go on and check out our Facebook page. Uh, just search for the name of the podcast, Carnival Cruising Podcast Aways. It'll pop right up. And also, if you don't mind, subscribe to this podcast. It is so important to us that you do. If you have it in your heart on this beautiful Christmas day to leave us a review. Oh my gosh, a Christmas review would be like you're giving us a present on this beautiful day. So if you could, if you could, if not, we're not going to hold it against you. I hope you guys enjoyed this show. Well, thank you for joining us today, and we will see you next time on Carnival Cruisers Podcastaways. See ya. Carnival Cruises. Carnival Cruises. It's Christmas Day on the cruise ship. Ring a ling. Hear the cruise director sing. Soon you'll cruise on Christmas Day. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> Soon you'll cruise on Christmas Day.